This episode of the Doing It For The Kids podcast is supported by AXA Business Insurance. Because let's face it, running a business is hard. Doing it around kids, even harder. So hurrah for AXA making something easy. You can tailor your policy to fit your business, so you only pay for what you actually need. They'll also give you access to a very useful helpline for any legal and tax questions you might have. Probably not so useful when trying to negotiate a small person to eat broccoli. Look, even Frankie got covered a few years ago, right? Yes. When I finally got it sorted, I genuinely slept better at night, which is saying a lot because I had a newborn baby at the time. Protect your work, your tools, your reputation, let's face it, your livelihood, and sort it as easily as your kids spilling peas on the floor. Again, work hard, insure easy. Search AXA Business Insurance. And here's the growing up bit. AXA Insurance UK PLC is authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority, regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. That's a lot of authority. That is more authority than I've got over my two kids. Frankie has got a massive jar of twiglets. <laughs> like, and massive. Mm. It is bigger than her head. <laughs> it's like an oil drum. <laughs> but it's turned her into Elvis. <laughs> Go on, say thank you very much. <laughs> She's now choking. You right? Very <laughs> hard. That's what Elvis famously did. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to the Doing It For The Kids podcast, where we swear a bit too much and talk a bit too fast about freelance life with kids in the mix. I'm Frankie and this is Steve. Hello! Yes! Each episode we take a question from the Doing It For The Kids community, do our best to answer it. For the final time of the year. Yes. This is a bit like our Christmas party. Yeah, we, we haven't really done anything this year. You're not even wearing a hat. In reality though, you and I actually met in person and had lunch together last week right why say lunch was that a lunch you just had and i quote (laughs) filthy chips (laughs) like i thought we might go somewhere quite classy have some tapas (laughs) filthy they were filthy chips they were good and they were filthy yeah i can concur but yeah suddenly it's december do you remember last time i was talking about the elf i was about to ask you about your elf my daughter then showed me a like dropping more hints she showed me a youtube video of some woman who had 51 ideas of what to do with your elf i mean this is the like the child safety online bill it was trying to go through government right mm-hmm. and everybody's talking about self-harming and porn mm-hmm. absolutely right but what about unrealistic visions of what childhood is <laughs> like somebody who has 51 ideas of what to do with an elf none of them by the way because i did watch them included your idea of putting it on a barbecue <laughs> but if you are struggling with elf ideas at the moment, there is an excellent thread in the Doing It For The Kids community. Where oh my God, there is, yes. <laughs> some people go to a lot of effort. <laughs> that thread is so divided. It's like people going, look at all this cool stuff that I've done. Fair play, amazing. And other people going, chuck it away. <laughs> Save yourselves. <laughs> YouTube has a lot to answer for because my daughter at the moment, yeah, last week she was like, Santa's bringing me the princess doll. And I was like, okay. Which princess? Elsa princess? Moana princess? The princess from the princess and the frog? We need to narrow this down. She couldn't tell me. She was like, the princess doll, the one with the friends. And I was like, friends? Basically, she's watched some tat. You know those videos where they're like, we've got this new toy, let's open the box. It's only $150. Um, 
It's one of them, I think. And I'm not going to go through her his, like YouTube. I don't want to see her YouTube history because I feel like a bad parent. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to go on the information she's given me. I don't know what to do about it. I might just buy an Elsa doll and be done with it. Because I know she likes Elsa. I, I can't go wrong with Elsa. Right. I mean, if it was an Elsa doll, she would have asked for an Elsa doll. Well, yeah, that's She's true. asking for the princess with friends, little <laughs> Miss Socialite. That's it. It's like, are there eight dolls involved? Can I only get one? Is there a set? Has she written a letter to Santa yet? She met Santa last week. Right. But has she written a letter? No, but she told him what she wanted. Jeez, we are freelancers. <laughs> How much do we talk about getting things in writing and contracts? If she hasn't written it down, she's got herself to blame. It's a lesson to learn early on in life. All right. Yeah, that's a good point. I can use that as an exercise to get her to specify exactly. what the thing is. Mm-hmm. There's one fault in this plan. What? She can't write. Oh, for God's sake. She's only four. <laughs> OK, this time the question comes from Tom Garfield, who says, Are awards worth it? Do you get business from them? Is it worth the effort of entering? Do clients care about them? Should we be applying for as many as we can? It seems like winning awards is a good idea, but I just don't know what to think. Full disclosure, once a month, Frankie and I kind of do a live version of the podcast. Live on video in the Doing It For The Kids community. The community can respond live. The questioner is live on the call as well. It's fun. It's good fun. And Tom asked this question on that. Yeah, we have talked about this already in the community, but it's such a good question. We agreed that it would be relevant to lots of people listening. I am a fan of entering awards. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons isn't even about winning them. There's something about applying. Whatever it is, you're going to have to present your application. The reason, justify why you deserve to win. And just going through that process, just hitting pause on your business for a moment and stopping and reflecting and then writing it down. I think that's a real confidence boost. Totally. You don't even have to make the final. Just going through that process yourself is a good one. So we've won two British podcast awards. Both times. I remember us both going, fucking hell, look at what we did. It's a really good opportunity when you put those applications together to reflect on what you've done. Like not just the work, but what it meant to you, what you put into that work, what you sacrificed to make that work. It feels amazing to just reflect because we so rarely do that, don't we? When do we ever sit down and go, oh, it's a really cool work. I mean, some people do, but (laughs) most of us are like just getting through the days. Yeah. Yeah. There's the credibility and like people want, to work with winners don't they Mm. you go into a shop you see a bottle of wine it's got a sticker on it saying it's won an award Mm -hmm. you're more likely to pick up that bottle of wine i can't tell you how many films i've watched just because they were on the oscar shortlist yes (laughs) weird noises downstairs apologies but yes if it's from a legit industry recognized awards of course it gives you credibility and you're right it's a really good point about um people like to work with successful people like success breeds success right <laughs> yeah if you've been recognized by your industry as making good work then more people are going to want to make good work with you and a higher quality of client potentially are going to want to make good work with you the hell's going on can you hear that God, Rob. i think he's putting some pictures on the wall downstairs but it's like right under my desk. He brought home a load of stuff from his dad's house. So he's putting up pictures of like him when he was four and stuff like that. Aww. 
<laughs> which is kind of sweet, but also not right now. <laughs> yes, I think it does give you credibility. I think it does ultimately encourage clients to m- maybe choose you over somebody else. Choose your bottle of wine over another one that hasn't got a sticker on it. Fine. But I don't necessarily think that winning an award equals more work or better work or more opportunities to just appear. I don't know. Just like based on conversations I've had with people after we won our awards where people are like, you've made it. People must just be throwing sponsorship at you and blah, 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 blah. All these opportunities are opening up. And I'm like, mm, no, I've still got to work for those opportunities. Those opportunities aren't just appearing in my inbox. You still got to like make shit happen for yourself. But winning an award gives you the confidence to make those opportunities for yourself. If you see what I mean, you're equipped to go out and be like, yes, I want that gig. I want to make I want to approach that sponsor. I want to do that project with that client in a way that you just wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily feel able to do that if you hadn't um, really not articulating as well so it might might give you the confidence to even knock on the door in the first place is what i'm saying it gives you the confidence but it also gives you a reason because then Mm. when you get in touch with them you're like hey blah 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 got this award Mm -hmm. it opens that door but you have to knock on the door i just wouldn't want anybody to feel if they went through all the process of applying paying to be in it pay to play Mm. Um, yeah. Going through the process of maybe if they are nominated, having to present something or do an interview and then going to the awards thing and then winning it. I wouldn't want them to then feel disappointed when suddenly there's this massive anticlimax where shit's not suddenly showing up for them that they're expecting to show up. Because, yes, that might happen because somebody sees that you've won it and therefore approaches you. But in my experience, you still have to put in the work. Yes. But it's just an excuse to knock on some doors and it gives you the confidence to knock on some doors. And it also gives you the confidence to have conversations, to nail the job, get that client, because you're like, hey, I'm award winning now. Come on. <laughs> you know, she did jazz hands at that time. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Make sure you do jazz hands. People who run awards are after good PR from it as mm-hmm. well. So often if you're part of awards, there will be some sort of PR that yes. comes off the back of it, as in they send it to the press and the media. Also, you should then be on their radar so that they might recommend you to the media if the media come to... I'm thinking here like of the Association for the Independent Professional Self-Employed, Ipsy, right? They run awards mm-hmm. every single year, but they get approached by the media all the time. Oh, do you know anybody who would be a good story mm-hmm. for this sort of thing? And who do they think of? They think of the people whose stories they have read and evaluated or have won awards. So... The organisation might create PR, but you can also create your own PR. And don't forget local. So actually, one bit of really good press that you and I did get was in my local paper (laughs) and in my local Chamber of Commerce magazine Mm. because I approached both of them. I got us into my... um, I went to Leeds University and they've got quite a well-read magazine, alumni magazine. We got into that. So yes, put it on your website. Yes, put it in your email signature. But you do need to be more proactive about it as well. We're always, all of us, creating content, content, content. Mm-hmm. Right? See, Frank is amazing, <laughs> real on Instagram about that, if you haven't. But 
being nominated for an award, like knowing that you've made the final, for example, mm-hmm. that is something that you can shout about on social yes. media and tell everybody. And everybody gets really excited for you. And it also makes people sit up and go, oh, who's this person who does mm-hmm. this? And is it? And then if obviously you go to the final and then you win like, another opportunity to share you know, pictures of you at the awards and so on and so forth. Yeah, definitely milk the entire process. Even if you never press submit, even just by being on like LinkedIn or whatever, going, putting together this application, it's 2am, I'm really behind. (laughs) Um, You know, even that builds interest and like gets people excited about what you're doing. Even if you never even submit the thing, like people are interested in seeing behind the curtain, take people on the journey. We all know that businesses thrive on connections and people. Yes. Entering awards is another chance for you to get known by people like the people who are judging it, the people who are organising it, but the people who you will meet at the award ceremony Mm -hmm. if you end up going to one. People, people, people. I have ended up working with people I met at the very first Ipsy Awards that I went to in 2016. That's cool. People are key to businesses. And here's another chance to go meet some more people. People, 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 content, 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 content. Do you know how hard it is to say content, 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 content. <laughs> some people get wary about awards and like paying to enter them and mm. stuff. First up, I think some kind of fee is justifiable because actually just imagine how much work goes into it. Yes. But it is worth knowing, like if, if your gut says, hmm, £200 to enter a competition and they asked me to enter it right right mm-hmm. like ask other freelancers about it does this sound a bit fishy this award scheme and if it because there are dodgy awards out there if it doesn't feel right just don't enter it don't waste your time but the fact is there are excellent awards out there as well and every chamber of commerce and like the federation of small business and ipsy like they all have their awards and then there's industry specific ones so there's plenty of awards out there so if you get approached by a company mm-hmm. and it feels dodge We've been approached by some. I got one last week. 450 euros to enter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there are lots of dodgy awards. That is a fact. If you are a new newbie freelancer, you haven't been doing this that long, I'm looking at you because I've been you and I've had emails, unsolicited emails from awards in quotation marks telling me that I've been nominated for something. And... um. I just feel for my newbie freelancers because you can be quite vulnerable in those situations. It's very flattering to get an email like that. And your ego is going, OMG, yes, take my money. You know, um, I might win this thing. But just like be wary. Yeah, talk to people, talk to your peers, talk to people in your industry, do your research and find out whether or not that particular rewards is legit. It may be. But like... Don't let your ego get you into a situation where essentially, you know, they're just making money off you for thinking you've won some respectable thing when actually it's all a bit of a sham. Which, by the way, is why I started the Non-Employee of the Week Awards. Yes. Over in the Being Freelance community. It's just like, I I think even established freelancers feel it. Like all we ever want is that validation to somebody say we're doing a good job. Mm. So when you get that email going like, somebody thinks you're doing a great job, it feels amazing. They know it preys on that. Plus, of course, might be some decent prizes in them, Mm. right? So you might get prizes. So that's an obvious one. But also, I think, you know how we talked about reflecting on your business? Mm. That can help you sort of look at what your goals are. 
like for a start you might have to literally write down what your yes. goals are <laughs> but like defining like am i happy with where i am like do i want to do more of this thing yeah that moment of reflection isn't just about looking back on what you have done but maybe thinking about what you want to be doing more of yeah if there's prize money often they'll ask you what you do with it and that by default makes you think about the future and what yeah. You know, if you were given a bunch of money, how would how would that change things? What could you achieve? What kind of world domination would be at your feet? I mean, five thousand pounds worth of those <laughs> oil drums of Twiglets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think you can underestimate the power of feeling validated by somebody who isn't your partner or your mum <laughs> or your kids. Like that, that's powerful stuff. It can be a catalyst for positive change. But then I suppose if you don't win it, I guess that can be a catalyst for I'm shit, I'm shit, I'm shit. I mean, some people take not winning awards badly, don't they? I entered lots of awards and never won. <laughs> yeah, but you're quite a like happy-go-lucky sort of person. I imagine yeah. some people take that quite badly, don't they? Actually, you're right. They probably do. But you've got to buy a ticket to stand a chance of winning uh-huh. a raffle. But also, come on, like you're a freelancer. You pitch for work and you don't win all of it. True. Like we have to deal with rejection. And just because you don't make the final this time doesn't mean that it was a waste of time doing it. And if you don't get anywhere the first time, just try again. You might win the second time, third time, sixth time. You can turn the fact that you didn't win into a cracking LinkedIn post. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) And then who's the real winner, huh? One thing I, I said to Tom in the live version when we talked about this. Is like, you know, careers are long because he's only been running his business for two years. I mean, he's been doing what he's doing for a long time, but he's only run his business for two years and he's got a really small kid. And I was saying your career is long while getting an award early on in the life of your business would be amazing. The really established awards aren't going anywhere and you can apply for those awards next year when your kid's a bit bigger. You've got more time, more energy, more money. You don't have to do it now. With social media and whatnot, it can feel like everybody in your industry is going for these awards all the time. And you get that real FOMO, whatever, about it. And that can eat away at you. And then you, I don't know, I feel like it's better to keep doing amazing work, give it another year, and then put the energy into that application when you have it, rather than scrape something together the night before and then, you know, maybe not get it and feel crap about it. It would be better to apply at the right time. Maybe when you're sleeping more than five hours a night. And just remember, awards is one part of the jigsaw. It's a cherry on top. There are many other ways you can feel validated. You can get testimonials from your clients. Do good work. Make your clients more successful. Get amazing feedback. Get more work. (laughs) The circle of feedback. Yeah, awards are only one part of the picture. And your business is amazing and doing amazing work whether or not some judging panel have decided that you are. I just know certain personality types really want to get that shiny sticker on their wine bottle. (laughs) And I understand why that is. But A, it doesn't have to be this year. And B, even if you don't get it, as long as you're happy with the work you're doing and your clients are happy with the work you're doing, then you're making some money. That is success in itself. Yeah, it's like the episode we did about hustling or whatever. It's like, you know, success. everyone's version of success is different, blah, blah, blah. And yes, that may be important to you. But again, like, is that important? Is that important to your business or is that important to your ego? What's it about? <laughs> because... And on that philosophical <laughs> bombshell. <laughs> but it's true. 
And I don't want you to deny you that. Obviously, if you want to do that, that's great. You're, you're great anyway, is my point. Believe. Okay, we are done. Frankie is actually just sitting there, sniffing the lid to her twiggling. It's <laughs> good. Not salty enough, in my opinion. I'm sure they've reduced the salt in these things. If you've got a comment on this, maybe awards have made a difference right. to your business. Maybe you couldn't give a stuff about them. Maybe your heart's been broken too many times yeah. on too many <laughs> entry forms. Then uh, get in touch. You know how to do it in the Doing It For The Kids community. Go to doingitforthekids.net if you've not already joined it. You should. It's really nice in there. Leave a comment wherever Frankie posts about this. We could be reading your comments out next time in 2023. And you're listening to this podcast, so why not listen to another great podcast being freelance award nominated indeed (laughs) we got through that whole episode without the wisest statement that has ever been said about awards ever what's that winner is doing it for the kids thank you very much awards are bullshit till you win one thank you